Hello, and welcome back to the SpoilerCast, the show where we talk about movies and don't care about spoiling them. Uh, and, um... Your name? Today... Oh, right, my name is Tobias, <laughs> as, always, as always, and with me, as always, is my sister and trusted co-host, Rebecca. Hello. Hello. And today we're going to talk about uh, one of the more discussed movies uh, of, of late. Um, not so much... For the contents of the movie, but for the surrounding drama. Yeah. Um, yeah, but uh, as we just said before we started the recording here, e- neither of us know too much about the drama. You know a little bit. Uh, I barely know anything. Yeah. Um. So don't expect us to have like a tea sesh here. No. Um, this is a movie podcast, not a spill exactly. whatever tea whatever podcast. No. <laughs> yeah. We went to see the movie for the movie, not for the yeah. drama surrounding it. Exactly. Even though, um, when I read some reviews on on Letterboxd, like half of them were all about, you know, oh yeah, this person and that person, and I'm like, but that's yeah, not the someone movie, someone wrote like people are gonna go hate watch this just because of uh, Olivia Wilde. Mm. I'm like, ha, huh? okay. Yeah. However, however, since uh, we have a Patreon called Patreon.com/slash Don't Make a Scene. Where we're going to do a companion episode to this, which we always do every week. Yes. There is a exclusive Patreon episode. Um, so if and we might discuss more of the drama there because you know it's it's, it's still fun to gossip yeah. a little bit. You know, um, we'll look into it and see if it's exciting to talk about. <laughs> exactly. We're also going to talk about yeah. You know, also talking uh, about a, a movie. companion movie to this. So check us out on Patreon.com/slash Don't Make a Scene. But let's get into it now because today we're talking about don't worry darling yes and as this is a pretty brand new movie we'll try to keep the first half spoiler free yeah so let's get into it um uh, how about we start with you today what did you think of it yeah i'm just gonna say i thought it was pretty bad yeah just just my initial thoughts um <clears throat> cool concept sure uh, a, a concept we have seen before in various forms yes um and an interesting concept you know talking about moving forward in the future in in real life i mean like yeah. you know it's one of those, those sci-fi scenarios where you're like yeah this might be something we should actually discuss but it's completely like yeah. squabbled away um, for, uh, like, repeating scenes of, like... Well, domestic uh, bliss, uh, femini- I suppose. Yeah, yeah, or, f- like, feminist paranoia. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, the third wave screechy feminist paranoia. Yes. The kind that doesn't actually want to make things better, they just want to be angry. The ones who don't want equality, they want to have their their sh- moment in the sun, basically. Yeah, exactly. exactly. The militant feminists, I used to call exactly. them. Exactly. Yes. Because, <laughs> um, I mean, everyone knows what, what Don't Worry Darling is. It's, it's uh, you know, yeah. it's the 1950s housewife living, perfect utopia, whatever, with the husbands who have this secret job, but they don't need to care because they have a perfect life. They don't need to worry, darling. Exactly. But then, you know, stuff starts to happen and... Uh, um, Florence Pugh starts. Um, she starts suspecting that everything isn't as it seems to be. Yes, something's wrong. And that's, probably. Which I, I gotta say, 
I like that about the trailer, that it didn't give away anything, yes. basically. Yes. But since it's a concept <laughs> we've seen so many times, it's just like, yeah, we kind of get it. I, I, Even though I, just I didn't wanna... fully get it. No, me neither. And we shouldn't talk about the companion movie because that's, that's going to be a big spoiler. Yeah, we'll avoid that. I want to talk yeah. about one tiny, 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 tiny detail that I don't know if it sure. was, if it was um, uh, deliberate or if they just chose a name on random. But calling the main character Alice mm. felt like a bit of a hint, you know. Yeah, because she's kind of going down a rabbit hole. Yeah, yeah sure. and she's kind of falling into you know the other world, a Wonderland. Wonderland. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> you know, also, I, I don't know if Jack that, is like Jack sense. in the Beanstalk. Uh, stock. I don't know. It felt like something because he's striving to achieve something he can't really have. Maybe, eh, might suppose. be stretching it. <laughs> <laughs> but Alice, Alice feels like a, a hint. yeah. That feels deliberate. Yeah, because that's that's obvious from the from the trailer. Like we said, like something is wrong, and you know, um, especially since Olivia Wilde's character is named Bunny. Oh Jesus, that's right. Hello? I didn't catch any of those uh, <laughs> uh, um, references. I just thought of Alice, but now that I look at it, you know, she's, she, I thought she was Bonnie, but no, she's Bunny. No, it's Bunny, yeah, it's Bunny. Hmm. Um, we don't have a guy in a hat who's smoking, though. <clears throat> no, no, that's true. We don't have anyone mm. smoking, really, do we? Well, well a bunch of, Alice all of them does. Are smoking. <laughs> that's true, that's true. <laughs> yeah. But not like no, that. But, yeah. Like. <sighs> Damn, this is kind of hard to talk about without yes. talking about it. How about plot. this? We'll do the technical stuff. <laughs> Let's do, like, <laughs> acting and shit. Because despite having a lot of, you know, normally pretty good actors in it, I felt like maybe two people were carrying this entire movie, and one was unfortunately barely in it, despite being po- portrayed as, like, the main villain. You're thinking of Chris Pine? Yes. Yeah. He had like uh, two or three scenes where he was actually scenes, yeah. doing something. Yeah, but his character looms over the entire sure, movie. Sure, sure. But I'm you saying like hear his, his voice acting. on the radio and stuff. Yeah, sure, sure. He didn't get any space to act except for th- those three scenes. And two out of three were kind of extreme. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <clears throat> uh, so I, and then uh, I guess you're thinking the second one is Florence Pugh? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she had the yeah, most she to was, do, obviously, and she she didn't yeah. do a good job. She was she was good. She's always good. Yeah. Um. A lot of people talked about uh, what's his name, Harry something. Harry. Harry Styles. Harry Styles. Thank you. I don't know these pop people. Harry <laughs> Harry Styles and like how he's so terrible. Um, yeah. Especially <clears throat> especially in this movie. I'm not sure I agree on that. No, I don't really agree. And it's not like he's amazing. No, but he's, but he's not good. bad. Yeah. Yeah. Someone said, um, I understand now why he had no lines in Dunkirk. Yeah, like, because he's, I, like, I heard that too. Like, I think we read Nolan a letter how to use him. Yeah, and yeah. I, I, I don't really get it. <laughs> no, I mean. He was fine. I mean, when he freaked out and cried, it was pretty convincing. Yeah. Because he was I, yeah. freaking out and crying. I mean, it wasn't bad. <laughs> his his uh, he he does an American accent at one point and that that wasn't the yes. best, but mm, no, and it was super weird to all of a sudden hear him talk American. Yeah, and that might be and the reason. They're strange, and I'm wondering if that was like a uh, like <clears throat> a reshoot thing when they kind of <clears throat> explained why he has a British accent. It was just like 
Yeah. Why would he have that? Uh, I'm thinking just like his American accent was so bad when they were shooting the scenes. So they were like, yeah. let's add in this scene where you explain your British accent. Exactly. Because <laughs> I was just like, what the fuck? When yeah. they explain that. Yeah. Um, There's a lot of no, details but- that we're going to gloss over now because we will have to discuss them more clearly in this yes. segment. But overall, I think like the actors were fine, I suppose. I mean, and most of them didn't have a lot to do except for... Uh, Harry Styles and Florence Pugh. Yeah, really. they, it was a lot of window dressing. Yeah, and I was I was hoping to see more from uh, uh, the guy who played the doctor. What's his name? Oh, uh, Timothy Simmons. Timothy Simmons. Yeah, because he's like he's like a, a a good comedic actor. Him and Nick Kroll, I wish were in the movie more because it's yeah. always fun to see comedic actors do something more dramatic. Um, but I mean, Nick Kroll had a little bit extra, I suppose. Yeah, towards the end, but it was very little. Yeah. Um, and then definitely of course, not enough. <laughs> yeah, Timothy Simmons was in like two or three scenes where he actually yeah. did something, and it was not. It didn't do a lot. No. <coughs> no. Yeah. And, sorry. All the big, um, all the big, uh, all the big scenes were Florence Pugh and Harry Styles. Yeah. And. Um, it was fine. Like, the acting wasn't phenomenal. I don't know if it has to do with... Uh, has Olivia Wilde directed a lot before? Was this her first? No, this is her second movie. She made that second, movie right. Booksmart a couple of years ago, or three years ago. Which I right. thought was good, but it was it was the first movie where I officially said, like, I'm too old to watch, like, g- teenage, teenage uh, movies. Oh, yeah, it's that one. I was like... I was like 29 years old and I was just not vibing with that movie at all. Like not, <laughs> I haven't not seen that it was though. like bad or anything. It was fine, but it was just like I don't care about these characters. I don't care about their dumbass problems. What the fuck is going on? It doesn't resonate Can with I you. Can I turn it so off? <laughs> why why would you care? Yeah, exactly. But she didn't act um, in that one, did she? No. No, she just directed. Yeah, that um, might have helped, I suppose, cuz I don't know if she's a great director. I don't know if I again. So I, far, I'm terrible no. at telling what is like the writing, what is the acting, and what is the directing. Sometimes, yes, it's yeah, difficult to. Is, it is, you know, it is kind of uh, the the writing and directing and some of the acting. It kind of becomes this homogenous thing. Yes. Um, especially when she's involved in the writing as well, and she has one of the. Uh, uh, she oh, she was involved well. in the writing. I think she was. Didn't she have a writing credit? She's for that? she's not um credited, not on on IMDb at least. Oh okay. Katie Silberman like a... is screenplay, and then Carrie Van Dyke and Shane Van Dyke for story. Oh okay. Oh maybe I yeah maybe she like produced it or something. <clears throat> Sorry. Yeah, she um... did produce it. That's I remember that from the uh, opening credits. Oh okay, that was it. Which, I mean, um, yeah, that means she can poke even more into it, so of course. Yes, exactly. <laughs> this is the Olivia Wilde project, literally. <laughs> yes, yes. And, um... But I don't that... know if that if that had too much of an input, or if it's, like, the general story that just isn't fantastic. The general story isn't... I mean, the story is good. Yeah. The plot. The plot is very meandering. Yes. Um, and what actually happens is very repetitive. Very repetitive. And when we get to the, the, the climax in the movie, it's, it's a big 
what? Yeah. That's it? Basically, I was, I literally facepalmed. No, I it, saw that. When the movie <laughs> ended, yeah. I was like, oh, no. Uh, we'll talk about that a little yes. later. Like, yes. Because we can't, we don't want to give away details about I the wanna s- I want to do one technical that I actually really enjoyed while hating it, hating it at the same time. The music... Huh? Oh, I love was, the music. Was fantastically annoying. <laughs> <laughs> there was all these weird like sounds, a lot yeah. of like voices. It added a lot to the mood, which I liked. Yeah, but it almost gave me a headache. I wish, which there was might more be the music. point, though. <laughs> yeah, it really it made me think of um, uh, my, uh, my uh, what's her name, Micah Levi. I think her name is. She made the music for uh, Under the Skin. All these weird strings oh, and like right. yeah. voices and stuff. Yeah. So the first one was like, oh shit, this is Michael Levi? But then it was some some guy. I don't know who the guy was. Yeah, I didn't remember recognize him. John Powell. Yeah, I didn't recognize the name. But I I really liked the music. I thought it was one of the better. Oh yeah, no, no. I liked it, but I hated it at the same time because it was so like annoying, but it was obviously supposed to be annoying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I can't um, blame and- it. <laughs> And I also, I also really enjoyed uh, all the the set design and the costumes. Oh yeah, it made I mean, perfect sense first of all, and it was well made. Yeah. The the um well, yeah, it made sense, but it was also very on the nose. Well, yeah, but that's which, why it made sense. <laughs> yeah, but it was too, it was too, it was too on the nose for me to 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 make it a fifties setting. Um. What am I yeah, they could have gone something? a bit vaguer and maybe done like not ass, because even like down to the design of the dresses, yeah, was very fifties. <laughs> like very even 50s. the underwear was fifties. Like really, is that is that really necessary? But that was to not give anything away. Sure. Um. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that, this is the big. This is the big. This is a big problem, and it's the. It's a big problem I have with the companion movie, which we can mention. Honestly, it's been fifteen minutes. We usually do like twenty <laughs> minutes. Fuck it. Can we just get into spoilers? Yeah. Let's just do a quick. This. A quick like general. Uh, it was pre- It was kind of a pretty movie. I liked the setting. I liked the the visions of all of it. Um, visuals. Techni- visuals. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, technically, it was pretty good. I mean, the acting was pretty good. Most of it pretty good. The music was good. The, yeah, visuals like that was good. It's I think I give it like a two out of five. Exactly. On a purely technical level, it's straight down the middle. Yeah, it's two and a half out of five. It's just the story that just yes. ugh, drags it down. So I I cannot recommend this. It's a lot. It's a lot of like it's it's two hours of blue balls basically, and then there's a <laughs> yeah. at the end what basically yeah um. So I can't. It's a very really vague review it. here, but you know it's hard yeah. to talk about this movie without spoiling it. So. Exactly, because because so much of the movie hinges on the big twist. Yes, and we can't give that away. And even like <laughs> talking about the details before the twist is still very it's stuff you didn't see in the trailer, really. Exactly. So it's hard so, to talk about it without spoiling it. Yeah, so from here on out, spoilers, <laughs> spoilers, spoilers. Big spoilers for Don't Worry Darling. Yes. But honestly, like, if you know anything about pop culture, you know what this movie is about. Yeah. Or at least, you know, with a concept. So, yes. But, but fair warning, from here on out, we'll discuss uh, details. Uh, spoiler details. Story details. One, two, three. 
Let's go. <laughs> so, <clears throat> what's the first thing you want to talk about? I mean, I I gotta say, I did not the the actual ending twist thingy was not exactly what I had imagined because, like, we we didn't say it straight out, but everyone knows it's sort of based on the Stepford Wives. Yes, it's very much the Stepford Wives. It's just Even that they're not it's... robots. They are like, there's they're um they're like AI, I suppose. In a, they're, they're... They're, no, they're prisoners in a VR world. VR, that's what I was thinking about. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Which basically, it's the same because they're Base. programmed to have a certain personality, certain traits yeah. within this VR but in, world. In the Stepford Wives, they do like remove the original person and then just make true. A robot they replace them. them. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I. In this is way, just a modern twist. Yeah. And it was so... Because, <sighs> yeah, big big surprise. Our Even, even before we saw the movie, we knew there was just like a Stepford Wives Oh, thing. yeah, obviously. So that's, that's all we're going to talk about in the companion piece yes. uh, on, on Monday. And I got to say, I saw the Stepford Wives for the first time. The original. Uh, this week, yeah, the original. Um, and... Uh, I think the concept works better there, but I think it kind of... They have the same problems. I haven't there's, finished... There's a lot of, like... There's a lot of, like, um, build-up to a pretty, like, lackluster ending. I haven't finished the original, because I realized I haven't okay. actually seen that one. I've seen the 2004 version. Yeah. Um, I've heard it's more which comedic. I don't remember too much about, to be honest. But seeing yeah. Don't Worry Darling, I'm, I'm recognizing details. Which yeah. is funny. Because I, I thought they would, like, stray away from the details and just have the whole, you know, utopia, replacing the wives kind of thing. Yes. But so no, let's... they actually took some details as well. Yeah, so let's let, let's talk about the big problem. Where um, the, uh, the concept here is, um, yeah, that you can live in this... In this uh, uh, VR world, like, you're completely immersed... Yes, it, it's it's like you're in a coma basically, and they're just beaming this world into your brain basically. The uh, the unwilling participants are in a medically induced coma. Yes, and then you you know for you know when when and when when people go off to work, that's when they exit the the simulation, so they can actually work in the real world to pay to keep you know to keep. You know, be you know, part pay for of this the, VR yeah, experience. Yeah, pay for the membership, yeah. basically, or the subscription. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's um, World of Warcraft on drugs. Yes. <laughs> and that concept is super interesting since we're, we are slowly but surely moving towards a completely, like, digital reality. Oh, yeah. Uh, especially with all the shit that Meta, formerly yeah. Facebook, is, is trying to do. We we mentioned that in an earlier episode when we talked about um, Ready Player One. Yes. Where this whole you know we're basically living main the main part of our lives online. Yeah. At Especially least, with yeah, Meta online in, in front of screens and yeah stuff. in yeah. front of screens. Even now when when like when COVID hit, we started working from home a lot of people, so we're not yeah. seeing our coworkers on any other way than on camera. <laughs> yeah, and whilst. <clears throat> Well, some people are convinced that this is like, uh, that is the the way of the future. It's you know where we're going. We're going towards this singularity where where biology merges with technology, basically. Um, yeah. Uh, I think most people 
don't see it that way. And a few people um, are kind of scared that, you know, the, the repercussions are going to be more dire than we think. Yes. And, which kind of goes hand in hand with the whole AI thing. So, of course, yeah, I'm not a big fan of this concept. <laughs> I'm um, kind of okay with it. <laughs> which is just insane, because like they say in the movie, you're living a lie. Yes. It's not reality. And even no. if, yeah, but and even There if are this, limits this whole thing, to where yeah. VR and AR are fine. And that's um. the thing. I, For me, that is the hardest part to wrap my head around. Like, I love VR. I think it's so fun to play video games in VR and do, like, you know, the little, like, uh, like adventure experience things where, like, yeah. when you're flying around or you're under the sea. It's awesome because you can but, do things you can't really do. But it's still just a You can fantasy. take off the headset and you go back to your normal life. Yeah. Kind of easy, you know? Yeah. Um, and even, like, oh, my God, like... The real world sucks. There's there's war and you know pe- famine. People I mean, get sick t- and die yeah. and stuff. Yeah, sure. They even talk about it in the movie. Like he says, like every day when I have to leave the simulation and go to work in the real world, I hate it and I I I just want to come back as fast as possible. And they they it, talk <sighs> they touch on that though in that fight in the movie. Yeah. Where there is, you know, there is a distinct difference here. You have people who hate their life and hate their job, like Jack, who absolutely yeah. hates his life. He doesn't feel attractive, obviously, because he changes his appearance a lot uh, yeah. when he's in the <clears throat> VR world. Uh, he yeah. hates his job, obviously. He's like, he feels like he can't really satisfy his wife. Are they married in real life? I'm not sure. His girlfriend, at least. Yeah, they're couple. Um, they're pa- his partner. Whatever. Mm. Yeah. Um while she in real life was obviously kind of kind of happy. She liked her job. She was, she like was a, proud of it. She was a doctor. I think I don't know if she was a doctor, but she was like a No, they called her doctor in in Oh, like, they did. One okay. of the nurses like talked to her like doctor whatever. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. But I I mean she's not a surgeon perhaps. No, exactly. She was But like she's a doctor. She Yeah. She's she, a doctor. she sewed up 12 people that night and she yeah, saved lives and she people. was happy yeah. Yeah. with that. So there's a distinct difference. Of course, if you don't like your life, the the online escape seems very alluring. <laughs> well, if you you're happy or content with your life in real life at least, um Sure. You'll be like, yeah, whatever. Online is is all fun and games, but it's not reality yeah and that's the thing it's 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 um it's the perfect like um uh allegory to like drug abuse like yeah you're 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 taking a a, a, um a shortcut to happiness yes um and and some people say like but you know if it's not harming you then is it really like a bad thing or a shortcut and i guess not but there are like the long-term repercussions we don't think of, which you know they bring up very well. You know, it's not exactly the same, but they bring up in Wally. Oh yeah. Um, where nine hundred years of us like being not in a VR, but you know being like assisted by AI and not having to do things for ourselves and just getting everything served to us, not having to struggle for anything, has or turned even... people into gelatinous <laughs> blobs, basically. Yeah. Because if they're... we don't have to move to like drink even we won't have a use for the bones in our bodies so yeah biology and, and what's it called not biology um evolution would just get rid of it for us exactly 
Um, which is like things we're even seeing nowadays. There are people who are like born without this. this, this, this there's this bone in your wrist. Oh yeah. Uh, which you can see on some people. You can't really see it on mine, but you can feel it. Is it- um, which is. It's like this middle. It's like a no. It's like a tendon. It's not a bone. Yeah, it's a tendon. The, the, yeah. There's this thing in your wrist in the middle of it. Yeah. Which, because we don't physically exert ourselves as much in in day to day life, um, some some people are being born without that now because they they don't. There's need no it. use for it. It's no, the same yeah. with like with body hair in general. <laughs> yes. Yes. We don't really need body hair because we have clothes instead. We stay inside exactly. when it's cold. So. Body hair is disappearing. People are being born without, you know. I mean, eyelashes is still a necessary thing, but like armpit yeah. hair, you don't need that. No, there's no. no biological use for it anymore. Yeah, and those are like those are like small things. But in the future, like, uh, I I think the repercussions are worse than people, you know, oh, yeah. think about. They don't sure. think far enough ahead. Um, and I think that's a very interesting conversation to have. The pros and cons of a simulated reality. Um, yes. And of course, you have movies like The Matrix, or where uh, we are being abused in that sim- uh, uh, simulated, or in the real reality, in the simulated reality, to keep us you know, docile. I mean, technically, don't worry, darling, has that as well because Florence Pugh's yes. character Alice is forcefully put into this VR world, yes, and um, programmed to not understand that that's what's happening. Yes. And there we get to the problem with this movie, the crux of the movie. That it is not a movie about the conversation around simulated realities. It is a movie about the patriarchy or like yeah. men abusing women. Because I mean, they touch for, on the whole VR shit, but yeah, very, very busy. vaguely and very, very lightly. Vaguely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Instead, it's all about how, and that's a big problem because we don't get any details about it. We just know that there is this. VR project, the victory project, um, which you can enter into, um, and you get to bring a partner, willing or not, you get to bring a partner in, um, so you can like be live in this 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 perfect uh, reality with your with with the person you you love, you know, the one for you. Um, uh, but yeah. they, they never go into how this, like, because the few glimpses we see of the real world seem to be, like, now. It, it doesn't seem to be, like, a future yeah. or anything. Not far um, in the so future, like, at least. <laughs> no, exactly. Maybe a few years or something. So, and we see the little machines. It's basically just, like, a thing you put over your eye and, it like, scans your eye, which is sending the signals into your brain. Yeah. Um. And... There, there's we, we no don't... like, there's no support system for your body to survive. He literally like, he 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 puts her on a drip or whatever it's called. Yeah, I she think. has she has IV. Yeah, to get yeah. like nourishment. And um, he like wets her lips with a rag just so she, so they won't dry out, like you do yeah. with a coma person. Like he puts her it, literally exactly. in a coma. Yeah, and, and then have he to goes into care for her that way. <laughs> yeah. Um, so which is. I guess that's actually a pretty good um, allegory for for like, yeah, like n- n- like where where the simulated reality is actually hurting uh, more than it's it's helping, 
Because this person that he loves, he loves her more than anything in the world. He'll do anything to give her the perfect life. Including, you know, kidnapping her, drugging her, inducing her into a coma or, or putting her in an induced coma. Um, on all, all against her will. Mm-hmm. And then making her live this fake life. Like, it's not... That's I'm not, not what she would have wanted. No, right? exactly. And also, I'm not entirely sure. As someone mentioned, because I, I had time to like check out a couple of videos about it. Yeah. Someone mentioned that they had, obviously, because we know that Harry Styles' character, Jack, he looks very different. Yes. He is very different in the two worlds. So yes. they, have, they have the means to change a person's you know, looks and behaviors and, and personality and stuff. So we don't know how much he changed about Alice. To make her even more perfect for him. Yeah. Yeah. Because we not, don't we don't get enough details on her to no, see that. Yeah. Since so in the real not, life she's more or less always in the coma when we see her. We see like a couple yeah. of short scenes. Um, well, that's the thing, like it's not real. No. Yeah. Um but then uh, like we said, and I know like a lot of the problems here is something I usually mention as something we don't need we don't need details to tell a good story. But the problem here is that we get no, we get yeah. no background on what this victory project is. It's all just like a metaphor for you know, uh, uh, yeah, like the 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 the, the, pris- the prison of of homemaking, basically. Like Which... the way the way, um, yeah, men uh, control imprison women, yeah, in domesticity. Which we talked about that briefly when we left the theater. Yeah, the whole being a housewife thing. Is it is it really a prison? Like it depends, obviously. <laughs> yes, and that's the thing. I want to touch more upon that. As as a woman, in... I would not really mind being a housewife. That sounds yeah. lovely as long as I still have like access to the internet and phones and friends and money to and like. Why spend. wouldn't you have? That's so weird. exactly. Like I why say, wouldn't it's I such have? Such a weird thing to say. No, no, but the, you know there are. To... There are the other movies where that is not an option. You yeah, but they usually have take only place clean in, and cook. Yeah, but that usually takes place in a time where those things don't sure. exist. So, or it's like a dystopian, 50s. you know. Yeah, well, I'm sure. thinking of like The Handmaid's Tale or whatever. I haven't properly well, yeah, seen that, well, but yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, I'm feeling talking about <laughs> whatever. Not like in a normal, in this reality and where we are, I would not mind having no, someone exactly. go to work and pay for all my bills. Sure. I'll be yeah. home and clean. I don't care. Yeah. Uh, uh, and the, I'll watch which movies. Is, <laughs> yes, <clears throat> and that's the thing, um, which is so funny, especially in the Stepford Wives. How th- that movie is just too like because it, t- it takes place in the seventies. That's you know the whole. It's just after the whole flower power and you know uh, uh, the the rise of of second wave feminism in the in the late sixties. Um, so that movie is just two like emancipated women being just like. Oh, appalled by women actually enjoying domestic life. Yeah. Just like, yeah, you don't like it, but actually a lot of people or women find it fulfilling. You know, like, people are different. As long, <laughs> as, long as it's your own choice. Exactly. What does of it matter? Course, of course. Um, it is a, I, I think it's a very narrow-minded uh, um, uh, viewpoint. Yes. But I, to just I get it. I understand. But, Obviously. I understand also because it is a but, very good metaphor for like women are basically just housekeepers. Yeah, I, yeah, I, no, sh- yeah, sure, I get it, but it's also you never uh, you need to take into consideration what the individual actually wants and likes. Yes, because yes. 
not everyone likes going to a corporate job or working no. in a supermarket. I mean, there are there are men who doesn't like that. There are stay at home husbands and stuff yeah. that are totally content because hey, someone else pays my someone else pays all my bills and give me pocket money, yeah. and I can just have fun. The only thing that of course is expected of me is that I I have time to spare, so I'll keep up with the house. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I I like I said, I understand that it's a good metaphor for the yeah. for the thing they're trying to tell, but it's also so funny that like especially in the Stepford Wives where it's more about that and it's yes. just like oh, like it's literally a horror movie. <laughs> like oh my god, these women enjoy cleaning. Ah! <laughs> Even like it, I I understand why they had to add the whole um, robot thing in the 2004 version to like yeah, we 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 just want robots. We don't want wives. Yeah, sure. Yeah, and that that's that aspect. Of that's it is much, different. Like thing. yeah, like 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 <laughs> replacing oh my God. people. That's weird. Yes, exactly. Like oh, <laughs> I I don't I don't actually want a, a a human companion. I just want this like robot that will cook and clean for me, and then I can I can I, I it's a it's a it's a pocket pussy that cleans the house basically. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, that is more, you know, that's uh, alarming. <laughs> yeah, and it's yeah. it's uh, very sexist. Oh, either way though, I mean, if they didn't replace the women and just copied them, I wouldn't really mind. As yeah, long as the women say... get to live and do whatever they want. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. He's just like, I'm divorcing you, and I'm gonna marry the robot you instead. What? Right. Yeah, sorry. Um, that's weird, but sure, I'm not sure I want to be with you, but that's what <laughs> yeah, I prefer. <laughs> exactly. Is that really a person you want to be with, then? Yeah. He's like, he's like, yeah, you go be free, lady. I'll marry this robot instead. And he's like, okay, do that, then. I'll find yeah. someone who appreciates me instead. Regarding that, to bring it back to Don't Worry, Darling. Yes, yes. A detail in the uh, relationship between Jack and Alice that I didn't really think about until someone mentioned it in a video. I don't remember who mentioned it. Sorry. Um... They, their sexual relationship is never um, him being satisfied. It's only her being satisfied. Yeah. That's which all we is see. like, yeah, that's all we see. And I, I assume that's all it is, which I feel like it's it's him feeling guilty for what he's doing about imprisoning her. Maybe, yeah. So it's, it's, it's bringing back a little bit of that. Um, he doesn't want to replace her, he wants her, obviously. Yeah, and he, he want to make sure that she's much. happy. Yeah, but you know, to distract her from what's happening, I suppose he makes sure she's really happy. <laughs> yeah, which that's, I mean, ultimately fails, unfortunately. But yeah, but that's that's literally the title. Like, don't worry, darling. Yeah, don't you don't have to worry about these bigger things. Men take care of the world. Well, you just take care of yeah. our homes. Yeah, 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 yeah. We should also mention, though, that there is one person in this simulation who is actually really happy about being here, despite being a woman and not being really in on it. I mean, she's in on it. She knows, but she doesn't get to leave. And that's Bunny. Because yeah. in this well, world, no, no, she gets to have her children. Yeah, but no, yeah, she volunteered. She is like... I thought they were both volunteered. Jack. Because huh? her husband leaves. He knows about it. He goes to work. Yeah, well, someone has to pay for it. Yeah, but like he, he knows about it too, so he's happy about it too, I su- assume. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, so, so like they're both Jack. There are, there are consensual relationships in this v- v- simulation. Yeah. Which also then kind of 
uh, ruins the um, the metaphor that this yes. is like it's a it's a male movement where only men can join and they can bring their women into the thing. You know, they can yeah. they can bring their holes into the simulation. <laughs> But no, there are obviously women in there who know. Like, the I'm wife of sure. Chris Pine knows about it. Yeah, and I mean, based on what happens in the end, she might be the mastermind. Yeah, or at least... And like, he's yeah, just a face. A, a partner in the in the project, yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, I'm, um, I'm, I'm thinking that a lot of people outside of the production has, like, overplayed the whole housewife bit because of what we see in the trailer. Yeah. Once you see the movie, I don't feel... Once you've seen the twist, I suppose, and all the details come out, I don't really feel that it is a, oh, men control the world thing. I think it's just a, you know... But it is, in, though. Uh, parts of it, yes. No, no, because the focus is so much on Florence Pugh uh, and, and, and her being caught in this. Like, But as a writer and produ- producer, would you really like end- put in those two small details about two women being there consensually? Doesn't that ruin the whole effect then? Yes, and that—that's what I mean. That, you know, that—that's—that's that's why it gets—it gets—it um, muddies the metaphor. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like they, sure. They—they they, they want to tell this 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 story about uh, about the oppression, uh, uh, st- structural uh, structural structural sexism or whatever it's called. Yeah. A patriarchal society. Yeah. But then they sprinkle in little details with just. Which just adds to the general sci-fi narrative, and that kind of ruins it. But I mean, also taking this concept of a of a completely simulated world, where, pe- where people don't even know they're in a simulation, and just making it about um, uh, uh, f- female uh, oppression, subjugation, or whatever. Oppression is a Oppres- better word. Oppression is a better word. Thank you. Oppression. <laughs> um, it's, it's very limiting because it's yes. not just a problem for women. It is in this story, but in reality, it's not just a problem for women. No. And, and I wish they went more into that general problem of a simulated world, but they don't. They just use it to tell this this woman's story. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's someone... very limiting, and it, it, it makes details... Uh, like you said, there are women who are there willingly... Who actually like wanted to be there? Yes, they have the reasons, obviously. Yeah, yeah, but it's not like, oh my god, I'm a prisoner here. No, she wants to stay because she can be there then with her children. Bunny lost her kids in the real world, so she went into the simulation so she could live with her fake kids. Yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm reading a a text from Screen Rant that describes the Victory Project. Where they felt the need to have a, a, a title for one segment be How Victory Project Kills Men in Real Life 2. Pointing out that in the movie, someone does say that any man, using the word man, who dies yeah. in the uh, virtual reality also dies in real life. Yes. But That's the distinction indicates that the same is not true for women. Although the movie does not confirm that. Uh, Yes, and that was another thing I wanted to bring up. Another thing where the 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 the, the general um, concept uh, gets like lost in translation because it's another detail. Like, how can they die in the simulation? It's usually it, the opposite. It, it, 
Yes, exactly. Like in the Matrix. No, if you that's die not true. in the Matrix, if you die in the Matrix, you die in real life. Yeah, no, but um, like if it's usually when you read stuff like this, it's it's like if you die in real life, your mind will still be in the simulation. You'll get stuck. That's what, what I've. If, I don't remember where I've then? read that, but I remember it that way. Because usually, if your brain dies, you're gone. Like there's yeah. no, there's no synapses. But how does anymore. it like if you die in a game, you should just be pushed out, though. You shouldn't exactly. die in real life. So how how does it make sense that oh, if a man dies in the simulation, he dies in real life? But it's it would just be like you die in a video game. Come on, exactly. It's literally since they're in a simulation, it is literally simulated violence yeah it's fake so how I mean, do they die just reboot your save file or something yeah like even or, you know, even on even on a, a platform where you're online and you you interact with other people online like game the, i was about to say game of thrones that's not what i meant world of world warcraft, warcraft. <laughs> yes um you can still restart your own save file and catch up to people yeah, and even if you play a game that has permadeath, you know, where your character is gone when you, you die. You can start a you new account. Are st- exactly. You are still alive because it's just a game. Yeah. It is just a simulation. How... You can always start over. Yeah. How can Alice, who is physically in a coma and also physically restrained in that bed that we see, she is uh, tied yes. up. Yes. So she won't, like, move around if she wakes up. Yeah, um, or something happens. Like, yeah. How can she inflict real violence... On Jack, I who is don't... literally. I, I mean, we don't know how the technology works, but I assume they're ones and zeros. They're binary. They can't be physical. Who? What? They? In 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 the in the uh, victory project within the victory project, they're ones and zeros, right? Everyone in there is just ones and zeros. N- 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 no, it's a simulation. Yeah, but that that it's is literally. It's... It's virtual. No. Yes. Yeah. That, but it's that, all that. it's all just it's all just information being Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Ones and into zeros. Your brain. Like yeah, but it's they just technology. Aren't one, uh, yes, in their their ones and zeros. Yes. They are not ones and zeros. No, they're that is real just, in real a, life. It's an illusion. Yeah. 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 So That's you, what I mean. You can't kill You can't kill code that way. No, can't especially kill. not when it's just a simulation. Yeah, they are way. not they are not in there. No, that's it's what I'm just, saying. It's just once and Sarah was beamed into your head. Yeah. So. How? It, <laughs> can they, they explain? Can, you can't. Yeah, you can't die. You, your physical self cannot die from pain or, you know, an accident Injuries. or whatever in the simulation. It's literally impossible. That's why a movie like this, when you have such such technology involved you need to have a bit of technical explanation as well exactly they need to uh, it, or they touch just, on it somehow exactly. show they us could have, they could have just removed that part where like yes. not even talk about oh what a simulated violence do to your real self it, don't don't it doesn't don't matter worry darling yeah that's not part of the story who cares it's, it's literally one sentence that they have to remove yeah, and then the scene where Chris Pine gets stabbed because that adds nothing to the story. Yeah, no, that's all just... of a sudden like now I'm taking over. Like that doesn't add anything. I mean, he can be stabbed, sure, because that would just indicate that he's out of the simulation. Sure, whatever. Now she yeah, can but control it, doesn't it add within anything to the story. No, because he could just go into the simulation again. Yeah, 
Yeah, that 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 ending. That was well, that part. Super annoying. Along with the fact that Alice makes it out, Alice makes it out, it just makes me horrified that they might be like, "What if we do a sequel?" Oh, I hope not. Yes, and that's the other thing. The movie literally ends with her um, waking up from the simulation, and it's it's just a, it's just a it's just a black screen, and you hear her like. <gasps> Yeah, she's gasping really, like, for air as she wakes up. Yeah. First of all, how did she exit the coma? <laughs> the same way the uh, the men do. No, but she's in a medically induced coma. He's in a, I guess, programmed coma? No, they're both in the same kind of coma. It's it's when you log out. Oh. When you touch that window, you log out and you, oh, your brain snaps back to reality. Oh, there goes gravity. How did she not wake up properly though the first time she touched it? Um do we have a explanation yeah, for that? <laughs> no, and I'm kind of fine with that cuz that might be like sensory overload. Yeah, okay, and, yeah, that's um, true. They do have like countermeasures that we see like people drag away people when they start to sure. uh, think, you know, get too close to reality. Um you have the red the guys in red suits and Yeah, stuff that's, like that. true, so, that's true. That's true. I'll, I'll, I can overlook that because it's just a way for her to like almost touch reality, but then get dragged back into the simulation. Yeah, sure. It doesn't really make sense, but I'm fine with that. Um, but her waking up in the end, and we just hear her gasping for air. Yeah, that's very annoying because, like, yeah, oh my god, she's free. Yeah, she she is free from 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 this uh, from this uh, 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 this oppressive world. The problem is that because they introduced this 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 concept of a simulated reality, this ordered chaos, which is the YouTube video he's watching, yeah. or order and chaos or whatever, which I just it just felt like that was like a that was like a Jordan Peterson like uh, <laughs> peak. They were just like trying to make fun of him because it really felt like a like like something like incels and you know terminally online people would like be uh, uh, be interested in. Also, I don't think it really makes sense what he uses for argument because he says what's the what's the um enemy of uh what does he say what's the enemy of of progress and it's chaos chaos. but that doesn't make sense it's in chaos you (sighs) discover new things right yeah to a certain extent i i understand what he's saying but yeah you're also right like but it's not there's a lot of things happening in chaos. You just need to focus in on the things that are actually yeah. progressing. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Progress uh, isn't really once again, hindered it, by it, chaos, but I, like you might not get the progress you want from chaos. Exactly. Yeah, and once again, yeah, it's the whole thing. Um, you want to control. They talk a lot yeah. about control. Control is beauty. They mentioned early in the movie when they're all oh, right. uh, in the dance studio. Yeah, which is also like. Very early, like yeah, okay, we get it. They're they're slaves. Some, some something. Yes. It's some sort of like yeah, it's the, some sort of matrix thing, or they're being replaced, or something. It's the yeah. Stepford Wives. We get it. Control is beauty. Move in a move Sim- in a controlled s- pattern. Yeah, they wanted symmetry or something. Yeah, yeah. Symmetry is beauty. It's like okay, here's the brainwashing. Yeah. And the fact that every wife joins the dance class and that it's Chris Pine who is the leader. His wife leads the dance class. Mm-hmm. He's just, oh my yeah. god. And that's like five minutes into the movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, But yeah, like... 
when the movie ends with her going, <gasps> and she's that's, then she's free. Yes, she's she's free. And the metaphor about yeah, a, a, a female oppression and the patriarchy and a patriarchal society and all that. Yes, that's the that's the that, that's a good conclusion to that. But like we mentioned, the the concept got much bigger when they introduced the the concept of a simulated reality, especially one where you're for some reason allowed to like kidnap people into it like yes uh, what are the legal ramifications how do they get away with it there's so much that you have to think about when you come back into reality after being gone for how long we don't know how long she's been in that simulation why why haven't alice's parents like try to call her or then call the police like our daughter is her job she's a doctor for christ's sake yeah when she doesn't show up for surgery what do they do? Did he call them and say, "No, no, she, she, uh, she quit"? Yeah, or or just her friends, or you know, someone asking Jack, like, "So where's Alice?" And he's like, "Oh, we broke up." Did he, I suppose. Did he fake her death or something? And yeah, if if that happens, how do you come back into a society in real life if you've been gone? Yeah. Say, say she's been gone for five years. We don't know really. Yeah. And what happens then? How is her yes. body not deteriorated too much for her to be able to walk? Even yeah, if she's they they talk about that, that's also something they kind of like um, they they kind of explain that away because they do exp- they do say that it's only been like nine hundred days or something like that. So it's been about okay, like sure nine hundred and fifty days. So it's been like almost three years, which so that would still have a great impact on your body, but you know it wouldn't be. You would be able to... Well, maybe you wouldn't actually be able to... No, move. your legs... Like, if you get put in a wheelchair for too long, you know, your legs get really weak. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, three years is a long time, actually. That is a really long time. It. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I mean, the husbands get up and walk every day, sure. So their muscles are fine. They just sleep fine, in yeah. this virtual reality. Yeah. But she's been there constantly for about three years. And, and that's also... <clears throat> just thinking about it now, since, yeah... They basically enter this 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 dream world. No, actually, no. I, I'm I'll, I'll take that back because I was gonna say yeah. When they wake up in reality, they go to work, um, and then they work all day, and then they go home just to sleep, basically. But in their sleep, they are, uh, their brains are working as if they're awake, so they never get any sleep. But that's not true because they do sleep in the. Uh, the Virtual, yeah, in the simulation as well. They just have, it's, you know, it's the, just work hours that they're not in there. Yes, so okay, you know, it's the fine. coming home, having dinner, having breakfast, weekends yeah, with your that's wife. True. Yeah. Um, but that also means that they they pay a lot of money f- to just sleep in a simulation. Yeah, because you do sleep about six, seven, six, seven, seven hours still per day. Most people probably sleep eight. Yeah, and if you work eight hours as well, yeah, there's not that too many hours left. <laughs> <laughs> no, that means that you have six hours every day um, to actually enjoy the simulation. Properly. Yeah, and then maybe weekends. I don't know. Oh, weekends, of course. Yeah, uh, um, and, and then sure, also they do throw some spectacular parties in the simulation every now and then. Yeah, sure. Which and I that scene was so weird. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then also, uh, like, I get why they chose the fifties because it's easier to do the whole, you know, housewife thing in the fifties. Yes. But if I was paying, from what I understand, or maybe 
it's implied that it's very expensive. She talks yes. about, I'm doing all this for you. I work all day to pay for this and all that. Um, uh, Like, sure, I like the 50s aesthetic. I love it. It's cool. And I like all the music and stuff. But I would rather live in some sort of, like, like fantasy world. I would yes. live in, like, an airship and be a fucking sky pirate or something, you know? Yeah. Not, like, sitting out. Like if you can if you can and... choose a game to walk into, you're not gonna choose the basic Sims 4. <laughs> exactly. You're gonna choose the one with all the expansions at least. Yeah. Which I know that was actually just to quickly talk about it. That was uh something that people complained about with Inception. That like they're creating these dream worlds, but they're kinda just like the real world. There's yeah, but never isn't, any, like, pink elephants or spaceships or, you know... Isn't that because they're kind of using them to fool people, though? So it has to be based in reality? Yes. Most of it is they create these dream worlds to kind of resemble the real world. Yeah, because they want to trick don't... people into knowing that they're... Well, thinking that they're not asleep. Yeah. But they're not having fun with the concept in the movie. Well, no. But I also understand that because Christopher Nolan is not a fun guy. <laughs> no. And it, that wasn't the <laughs> point of the dry. movie. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. In this one, however, the point of the... Well, again, I suppose. Again, the point again, of the movie is to keep the wives thinking that they're, that's, this is their life. I guess since they're programming them, though, they could just program into thinking that, you know, elves and dragons are real. Yeah, but that that would throw it off for the that audience. Would, yes, that would throw it off for us. So I, I sure, get sure, but it, yeah. But just like the control is beauty, the whole fifties aesthetic makes it a little on the nose. It's a little too obvious. Yes. Like you you took the, the 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 decade where the housewife really like was a thing. Where it became like, ah, the, the world of the housewife with the new microwave ovens and, you know, ready to make, the ready meals and stuff. Yeah. You know? It was like, the world was being like, convenienced for, for a homemaking life. Like, I get it. But yes. it's a little obvious. I want to talk, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change the subject a little bit here. Because I want to ask you, because I didn't understand this at all. What mm-hmm. the heck was on with the, the eggs being empty? Was that a glitch? Uh- <sighs> I think that was a glitch because yeah, the eggs aren't real. So right. they they fucked up the code so the eggs didn't have anything in them. They were empty because they forgot to program egg white and egg yolk, basically. And they just happened to do that for Alice. That yeah, it day. was a glitch. It was a glitch. Cool. Yeah, yeah okay. That explains it, I suppose. Yeah. I mean her all everything she sees, all her vis- uh, hallucinations are more or less her conscience just registering the um hypnosis thing in the bedroom, I suppose, in real life with the whole dancing ladies. But, like, the red plane? What the fuck was that? How do both she and Margaret uh, experience that? Is that them hearing airplanes in real life or something? I don't know exactly what that is. Um, Why they both saw a red plane. Once again, the metaphor being a little muddled because what does the red plane... Um, actually mean in the code. I don't know. I, I don't it's, know. <laughs> it's like it's like you know, in in you you're supposed to follow the arrows, but that wasn't an arrow. That was a plane. Like, yeah, yeah. I, and you know, and that's where the director needs to come in and like, how about we change it to yeah. something that makes more sense? But they didn't. Or because at first. Didn't. I, when you see that that Margaret and her son are going out and her son has a red plane, I just thought it was something like, oh, the, they saw a red plane and the kid went, oh, that's my plane. Let's go see what yeah. happened to it. 
but no. But then it didn't correspond to her seeing a red plane. It no, was just a and I mean, again, it doesn't really, it doesn't really make sense that they would actually go out there just to look at a plane that looks like his toy. There's, there's got to be more to it, but we don't really get to know what that that thing is. Yeah. Um. And same yeah. with Jack's dance at that party where he gets the ring and the partnership thing. What the fuck? Why? That is also... It's like he's being controlled to dance like that, obviously. He doesn't look like he's doing it because he's happy. No, it's 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 also... It's kind of this, you know, dance monkey dance kind sure. of thing. But, but yeah, once again, it was poorly implemented into the movie. It just feels very... It's, it's like a... What's it called? A thorn in your eye or whatever? <laughs> thorn in your side? Yeah, it just sticks out a lot. Yes. Like, yes. all of a sudden, you have this weird it dance uh, <laughs> going on, and he looks like he's having so much pain doing it. Yeah. It's just why? Uh, While yeah, it's... Alice is crying about feeling like something's wrong. Yeah, that was a very weird scene to see him yeah. dance, and she's crying over there, and Bunny is trying to console her, and it's like, and what Chris is Pine going is on? Just, yeah! What? Who's yeah. world? Our world. Shut up, dude! What yeah. the hell? Yeah. There were a couple That's... of those. Just like, yeah, you can more or less explain them all with like, oh, it's a glitch in the matrix. But what the fuck? Like the yeah. glass crushing her. What the hell? Yeah. Why would you even have code that can be that? That's just dumb. Yeah, but that's because they couldn't show us actual, like, digital glitches, because yeah. that would give it away too much. Honestly, I don't think it would. It would be kind of fun if, like, you see a glitch and she sees something else through the window instead. She sees reality through the window or something. Yeah, yeah it could have been, like, um, I don't know if you remember this, because it's kind of old now. But the first, um, not the first trait, well, the first trailer as well, but the first time uh, in, like, E3 2006, when they showed the gameplay for the first Assassin's Creed. Ah, yes. And all you knew about the game was that you, you're you playing an, a, a, a Shashin from the 1100s, yeah. you know, the old classic Assassins. Yeah, you play um, Altair. Yeah, you're Altair. And your quest is to kill these 11, like, uh... uh crusaders, uh, crusaders or whatever? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Crusaders, yeah. But then as they're playing the game... Uh, the, there's like glitching and the 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 lock on system is all like ones and zeros and they're not explaining that at all so you're like why are there like this and it's not like a bug in the game it's obviously a design choice like yeah why would you put that in a medieval game it was just like it created this mystery like exactly what the fuck is going on and then when you then it kind of got spoiled in the trailers but then but they, you know, they kept it kind you, of on the wraps. Yeah, but so when, when you, you played it... When you play the game, oh and God. the first levels is just like... It's like the game is broken, because no one has faces, and you can't really yeah. see where you're going. And then Desmond wakes up, and you're, you know, they take control away from you, and it becomes this video where you can just change the angles. Yeah. And you're like, holy shit, the medieval stuff is just a simulation. That was amazing. Yes, and that's what uh, they could have done with this. Yes, exactly. Sort of. Could have made it a mystery. Like, why are why is she seeing these weird glitches? Yeah, instead of just having her have, like, visions and nightmares, have it 
physically appear for yeah. her. Especially, she had nightmares about like pinup girls dancing, just to add to the yeah. 50s thing. Like, why didn't she see like other things? Yeah. They could have done it. They could have done it so much more clever. Yeah. Because the only explanation they... for these pinup girls were like, yeah, they're they're part of the hypnos hypno hypnosation program. What's it called? Hyp- hypnosis program. Hypnotizing program. Yeah. Hypnosis. Yeah. Hypnosis. Yeah. Just, just... Like they they instead of going for the clever, they went for the obvious. Yeah. The obvious and like dumb. <laughs> yes. Like oh, she can the, get squashed. Like, one she time just, they actually kind of used that. Literally, glitch. her house is crushing her. Like, her domestic life is crushing her. Like, okay. Yeah, and they're playing it off as a psychosis, which yeah. sure kind of yeah. works because which, no one else sees it. It's just her. And it's also the classic. It's like, oh, a hysterical woman. Let's give her some pills and she'll be fine. Like they even adds- mention, don't go hysterical. Yes, don't be hysterical, honey. Yeah, and and yeah, that adds to the whole 50s aesthetic, the whole, you know, female oppression thing. But sure. at the same time... But at the same time, you're not telling a... No. Like, the concept, you're not telling a story just of female oppression. You're telling... You're, you're Maybe they didn't think they were, but inadvertently they're telling a much bigger story than female epan- emancipation. Yeah. I'm sorry, they just are. They are. <laughs> they, they've, they've added enough of the small technological details to ruin the whole female oppression yes. being the main issue or the only exactly. issue. Yes, and that's the problem. They should have added more of the technology stuff to make it more relevant and, honestly, more original. Because yes. as it is, it felt very Stepford Wives. Yes. Even though this... it was technically another thing, it were robots, or, and it wasn't just, <laughs> yeah, you know. But it's the same. It's the same. <laughs> it's it's the just same the same thing. shit with a new shell just, on it. Yeah, it's just virtual reality instead of robots. Because, because robots that's what were the, the big issue thing now. in the 70s. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. They're just following trends. They could have they could have gone so much further with it and still yes. had the 50s if they wanted to. Yes. Technically. Yes, exactly. So, I mean, that was a lot kinda... of like complaining and talking about the tech, tech stuff behind it all. But that's what ruins the movie. That's, yes, that because that is the big problem with the movie: the fact that they have this big science fiction concept that they don't do anything with. Yeah, they just want to tell the story, you know, of yeah, women being oppressed. But then it should have been something like. The Handmaid's Tale or whatever it's called. It should have been more... It should have actually been about that. It shouldn't have been about a virtual reality where you're a prisoner. Yeah. Because, I mean, Alice still has her own free will, so to speak. Because whenever anyone mentions, like, oh, aren't you guys going to get have children soon? She's like, nah, nah, I'm kind of good. I don't want that. We're, we're, we're really not there yet. Yeah. Because she doesn't want to have children. She's a doctor. She's focused on her job at the moment. In real life. Yeah, and I don't understand why that is part of the story. What does that add to the story? It's, it's, Cause, you know, it's, it, not uh, like, it's not like you can't have children in the no, simulation. No. There are pregnant women in the simulation. There are children However, in the simulation. the pregnant lady is constantly pregnant. Yeah, but the movie does not take place over that long a time. No, but they do mention she is constantly pregnant. Sure. 
when she comes uh, back from her electroshock therapy, Bunny goes, you know, the lady's just, she's constantly pregnant. You know, your neighbor. Oh, like, it's true. a programmed thing that the husband likes it when she's pregnant, which I, either is a fetish or a control thing. Yeah, I guess. Which I, I guess also is a enough. fetish in a way. <laughs> <laughs> but then again, why couldn't Jack just program in and pay extra for her to become pregnant? Yeah. Is that like is that not something they can't again, techno technical stuff here. Is that something they can't do? Why is that put in here? <sighs> yes. Why? Why big... mention stuff like that and not like explore it properly? Yeah. Annoying is what yes. this movie is, to be honest. I it, did it, like it. it. It was entertaining, sure. But yeah, when you start thinking about it too... Yeah, it was a bit too long. And when you start thinking about it, you just get annoyed with all these weird details and stupid points they're trying to make without actually properly making them because they break their own points by adding other things. Yes. So, <laughs> you know, if, if, if you really want to enjoy this movie, just don't worry, darling. Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> Um and you know we're not alone in hating this movie. No, um, it's gotten pretty bad not not terrible reviews but pretty middling reviews. Um, on Metacritic it has a meta score of forty seven, which you know is slightly below average, which is not great. Um, <laughs> on on Letterbox is a three point two on average, which you know that's better. It's still middle road kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but it has a few like good reviews. I read one here uh, from the Telegraph, Robbie Collin, who is a good. He's a good uh, um, film critic, but I don't always agree with him. But he writes, um, things keep barreling along thanks to both Pew and the plot's punchy critique of certain recent trends in the internet's more testosterone-rattled dark corners. Once again, yeah, the whole thing about like. Uh, you know, I- I- incels wanting like their you know their trad wives and whatever like yeah. yeah, but it's it the 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 critique is too general for anyone to you know for any normies to get that you know and I don't think the people who would understand that connection are gonna watch a movie like this so you know it gets lost like everything else it gets lost in the translation it's yeah muddled, but whatever um, with a smudgy red red lipstick grin. Don't worry, darling. Drags them out into the blazing desert light. Ooh, so flowery. Mm, I don't agree. I understand what he's saying, but I don't agree. The best review it got was from something called Consequence. Never heard of it before. Liz Shannon Miller gave it a 91 out of 100. And said, while Don't Worry, Darling isn't perfect. It's pretty damn close with a 91, I suppose. The only baggage yeah. it deserves to be settled with is the baggage of attempting to tell a story with an obvious twist in our twist-numbed culture. Exactly. Because yes. everyone knew there was a twist. And everyone the... sort of knew what the twist was. <laughs> sort yeah, of, then, at least. Yeah, and then they just had to, you know, which I don't agree with, but whatever. For in the end, the real twist is this. Even in 2022, true equality between men and women still feels like a fairy tale. This is like... What, what, uh, oh, come on. There's never gonna... There's no such thing as true equality. No. There's never gonna be. There's always gonna be... Women are better at some things. Men are better at other things. Even if we get to like an egalitarian society, that's not some of it's true. still biological, though. <laughs> exactly. I'm sorry. We can't have babies, but we're stronger than you. I'm sorry. For the most <laughs> part, yes. <laughs> For the most part, yes. Of course. 
Um, but I guess I shouldn't also mention men can have babies. I'm not trying to offend anyone. Sorry, yeah, no, sorry. But we know what you mean. <laughs> I know. The, the, there's still certain biological aspects that yes. go into having a child and birthing a child. Hey. Even though you can change your biological aspects to a certain degree. Yeah. Guess what? I don't give a fuck. No, you do <laughs> you. <laughs> exactly. Um, but then we have some more uh, middling reviews. Uh, a lot of a lot of six out of tens, which I can see. Um, here's another one: Empire Helen O'Hara. She's really good, um, and she points out that yeah, she gave it a six out of ten. Pew is superb. I don't know. Superb. Yeah, she's good. No, she's great. Um, yeah, while wild, that was annoying. While wild, <laughs> confidently steps up to a bigger subject and budget to deliver a slick, beautiful film. And that, like we said, that's true. It looks. Yeah, great. it looks great. Yeah. It doesn't quite stick the landing, but it's uh, but its flight to that point is fascinating. That's what it's But bit... yeah, that's true. It is, and that's something we didn't really, well, we sort of mentioned it, but we didn't uh, mention what's good about it. That This is actually a, it's an original script, even though it borrows a lot of, you know, its concept. But it's technically, yeah, but technically an original Technically it is script. original, yeah. Yeah. And a fairly high budget from a big okay. studio. It's Warner Brothers. Yeah, that's true. Um, that is being like uh, uh, given a lot of PR. Like we've seen trailers for months. Oh yes, and there's articles, you know, and, and interviews and stuff. And I, uh, like, like we said, we mentioned that it looks good and everything, but we didn't mention that that's kind of rare nowadays. Yeah. Um. So kudos to Warner Brothers for actually giving a fuck about the movie. And uh, too if you bad the add movie a, wasn't better. <laughs> if you want to add a plus to that. They um, put their faith in a woman director. Yeah, exactly. Which, you um, know, is still kind of rare. It's not rare, but it's kind it's not, of rare. Yeah. it's On this, like, high AAA level, yes, it is kind of yeah. rare. Yeah. So, kudos for all that. But like I said, too bad the movie wasn't good. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And here's someone who mentioned, like, which we didn't go into at all, but uh, Kevin Fox Jr. wrote for Paste... Um, for all the hubbub and con- controversy in the last few weeks leading up to the release, it's an at best entirely ordinary movie carried almost entirely by Florence Pugh's performance. Yeah, yeah. but that is basically what it is. And I and I then I wonder. Uh, sure, there was a lot of backstage drama about certain actors being removed and and, and other actors or taking not. over and all that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly, or not? Um, <laughs> Who the but fuck knows? I wonder how much. I wonder how much of that was then leaked to be some sort of like you know PR fake, yeah, fake like reality PR thing. I don't know. I mean, considering but they kind of used the drama to you know I bump feel, up the movie's interest. No, I, in, I feel like that's that. I mean, perhaps it wasn't planned, but once stuff started leaking, they're like, you know what? Let's run with it. Yeah, because. Uh, that that's where that's the only thing that's where I like found out that there was drama behind the scenes. It was the only thing I saw that there was this this like um, video message um, that Olivia Wilde had filmed in her car, and it wasn't like a TikTok or YouTube or Twitter or Instagram. No, no. It was a private video which she sent as an you know MMS, you know a, a yeah, picture yeah, message, a, a video message. Yeah. To who the fuck to one of the actors? I don't know to who. Shia LaBeouf, apparently. 
No, they were talking about Shia, but it was no, sent to one of the female no. actors. Well, maybe, but she sent one to Shia LaBeouf as well because he oh, had okay. Harry Styles' role first. But yes, I know that there yeah. are two different stories. He either got fired or he quit. Because I don't of, know which know, one's true. All the stuff going on. Yeah, there were different FK opinions. Whatever. And, yeah. yeah, yeah. But what I mean is, like, who leaked that private message? Exactly. And first of all, why would you make it a video or even a soundbite? Why not just, you know, why is that recorded? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, why would you, even if it was a phone call, why would you record it if not to release it? (laughs) Yeah. So, this is our, uh, this is us just wildly speculating, of course. But it is very convenient that this kind of ho hum movie gets super much, like, super, you know, acknowledged in the press, but mainly then because of, you know, backstage drama. (laughs) I, 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 I'm gonna draw on uh, 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 what's it called? A leaknelse? Um, um, a um, comparison oh or whatever? Yeah, a comparison. Yeah. To um, a thing I just learned today about a book and social media. There's this book called Light Lark that was released, I think, earlier this year or something. It sounds uh, vaguely familiar. Yeah. Yeah. It got so hyped up on TikTok and shit before it actually released. Because of what the writer did on TikTok. She um, made videos talking about the tropes and certain lines in the book and and, like hyped it up with that, making it sound so fantastic. But then when you actually read the book, some of it's not even in it. Yeah. This is what this feels like. They're just. Yeah. And the book, I guess, I'm guessing the book kind of sucked. It was it was middling. It was that good, but people exactly. expected certain things because and everyone you bought heard. it. Yeah, yeah, everyone bought it because of the drama. Yeah, and that's... you heard that it was gonna be fantastic, and it had all of these tropes that everyone loves. But then you don't have like certain lines that she actually wrote out in her TikToks that didn't exist. It's yeah. like even if they were edited out, why then? Make why the would you? Yeah. Hello? <laughs> yeah. This is what this feels like. They're just like... Because they, I wanted to see it before I saw any of the drama. Before I heard any of the yeah. drama r- regarding Don't Worry Darling. I saw the trailer and went, yeah, same here. see that. Yeah. Interesting concept. I want to see that. Yeah. Yeah. But then it got hyped up because I, perhaps they realized that the movie wasn't that good. And they were like, you know what? <coughs> yes. Let's use the drama. Let's hype up and- the drama. <coughs> or amp it up, I suppose. Yeah. And we've seen we've seen this before. the The best example, <laughs> yeah. which is, I mean, that's basically proven at this point, is the. Uh, let's see if you even remember this movie, the 2016 Ghostbusters movie. Oh yeah. You know the all female one. Yes. Where you know they were they were so many like articles and Twitter mobs about like oh uh, men, men just men hate this movie like we gotta yeah. we, we gotta support women and go watch this movie and you know they were like they were talking about like oh it's the most downvoted uh trailer of all time which is was at that point it was the most downvoted sure. video on youtube or movie at trailer the moment <laughs> at the moment yeah well, I, something else got it later i think it was a call of duty game got even worse <laughs> like the year after but still and they saw like oh it was so many like hate-filled comment from basement dwelling nazi incels oh jeez um yeah you know, that was that was what they were going with um calling them like trash people and whatever um these men who just hate women for trying to take their precious yeah. ghostbusters away from them and then red letter media the fucking heroes that they are <laughs> literally 
did a scientific study on it where they took like a uh, a sample of, of of a thousand comments on that first trailer which yeah they were like hundreds of thousands of comments there was like 60 million views and out of that there was like a few hundred thousand comments which means that only a few percent actually cared to comment you know which is always the way so they took a sample then of a thousand comments um and did a search for words like feminism uh like women or like uh like i don't know female like, empowerment like, like, or something yeah, or like or like bitch or whatever like weird yeah. words like that yeah and it turns out that like 0.001% of the comments actually mentioned feminism and women or you know stuff like that the rest were just like it looks bad like yeah. ugh, another ghostbusters or like the cgi is bad and they even had some of the more funnier ones like you know misspelled stuff and like on the sure screen. sure really? yeah so like yeah this this hatred against the movie because it was an all-female this this female forward feminist movie it was just pumped up yes of to, course to, it existed of course it existed but it was, but it was not a minuscule ma- percent yeah. it was the so rest far just from being the people, majority yeah the rest were just regular people who recognize that it's a shitty movie it's a yeah. shitty remake it's a shitty remake of a of a beloved movie yeah so yeah, kudos for you for making a female all female movie. Too bad it sucked. Yeah. And it's the same thing this like yeah, great for you Warner Brothers and Olivia Wilde for getting this movie made on the budget you had. Too bad it sucked. Yeah. Like no nothing against you or the power behind whatever this yeah, was sure. but Great. The movie wasn't good. I'm sorry. But you, yeah, you should have made a better movie. It's like, well, just to bring up another example, because um, it's so perfect, and I've brought it up before. It's when Mark Kermode, who is very progressive, very, you know, he's a, I don't know, he's not an outspoken feminist, but he's obviously, you know, for all that. Yeah. And he, when he reviewed uh, The Eternals, the Marvel's movie, Marvel movie, <laughs> you know, the one that everyone's, like, forgotten because it was so yes, bad. Yes, because it was so bad I couldn't even finish it. <laughs> yeah. And he mentions in his review, it was so funny. He's like, I just love the fact that they have, you know, our the first, you know, the first superhero with a, you know, uh, an impairment because they have the deaf superhero. Yeah. And you have so many people of color having prominent roles and being superheroes and role models in the movie. And, you know, we have a, a, a mostly female cast and a, 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 a fresh-faced female director and writer of the movie, uh, whatever her name is, I don't remember. Yeah. The girl who made Nomadland. The woman who made that Nomadland. That one. So, yeah, yeah. Um, and all of that is so good. And he was so happy with all that. And then he's just like, almost like in tears, like, unfortunately, the movie is terrible. <laughs> and he's like, yeah. so I can't really recommend it. I really wanted to love it, but it's a terrible movie. Yeah, despite so, being like so one of the funny few... funny to hear him say that. <laughs> despite being like one of the few productions in, in recent years that have been able to, without having to point it out and make a thing out of it, have such a diverse cast yeah. and, and like... Everything's so open and diverse, and it's it feels natural and normal. Yeah, they still failed because the movie in itself is not good. <laughs> exactly, it checked all the boxes, but they forgot to make without, a good movie without being virtue signaling. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure, is a plus <laughs> if yeah, you can do that... it naturally and organically. Exactly. 
Yeah, it's even that's, better. That's also a plus, yeah. But no, but you yeah, still failed the because the movie yeah. sucks. Yeah. Anyway. Which is again, this is what this the worry darling is. It's 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 a it's a fantastically organically um, progressive, I suppose, movie that talks yeah. about a subject that is valid. But they they muddle it and they ruin the movie in general, and the movie's just in general kind of boring. Yeah. You had something great and you ruined it by just not making it great. Yeah, like I said, it's per- could you know, great work and everything. Yeah, Too bad but- the movie sucked. Yeah. No. And, and on that gonna, note, yeah, we're gonna wrap it up there. <laughs> um, like we said, but- though, we'll try and maybe look into the drama a bit more for the uh, patron episode because yeah, because that could still be interesting and it perhaps could be juicy. It, yeah, it could color our opinion. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe I don't know. We'll see. Um, but also, but we'll also, talk about the Stepford Wives, Stepford Wives, the original and I suppose the 2004 version. Yeah, uh, I we'll haven't compare. seen the 2004 yet. Yeah, of course, we'll <coughs> compare. We have time. Yeah, we have time. We have a few days to record that. Um, so yeah, check check that out on Patreon.com/slash Don't Make a Scene. Um, we have also hours and hours and hours of previous episodes. Um, there's also some exclusive videos. Um, and, commentary you know, early tracks, access to some stuff. Commentary tracks, yeah, a bunch of stuff. So check that out. But uh, other than that, if you just want to listen to the free episode, thank you so much for supporting us here on whatever platform you're listening yes. to this. Check um, out the socials, sure obviously. Yeah, check the socials. There are links down below. There's a link tree and all that. And we will see you in the next episode. Do we know what we're talking about in the next one? Uh, we probably do, but I don't remember at the moment. <laughs> okay, so we'll <laughs> see you in the next episode. Yes. But until then. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. The Spoiler Cast is part of Please Don't Make a Scene. It is hosted by Tobias Vedem and Rebecca Vedem. Produced and directed by Tobias Vedem. Executive producer is Annika Vedem and Laura Kinney. Also a huge shout out to all our patrons. Laura Kinney, Mom, Dad, Mom and Mac. If you want to join our Patreon, check us out on patreon.com slash don't make a scene get exclusive episodes commentary tracks and much much more support independent podcasting